Minutes 38 Hello Dorkers, back for a second time this week, which is a which is a pleasant surprise. Johnny is joining me across the country. Do you count Sunday as the first day of the week or the last day of the week? Last day. Really? Yeah, last day. So yeah. it's the second. It's oh, the yeah. first time this week, but it's the second time in a week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For in terms of potting and our, our ridiculous a pod media cal- schedule. A podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lot easier doing a podcast when you're on the other side of the country and when you've got... We were starstruck, obviously, on Sunday, having the, uh, having the Whitey duck man there. Oh, not starstruck by the bandicoot, but, you know. <laughs> Crash bandicoot. Just that, the man you're always listening to through the headphones, just having him them live, seeing him perform live. It's like a good band. It is like a good band. Although, generally, whenever we hang out with Dark Live, he just ends up wearing, like, boxer shorts or, like, really... Sh- he just ends up wearing no clothes. He, gets, he runs hot. Oh, mate, doesn't he run hot? Um, I can't believe you walk there in, like, Short shorts, like footy shorts, and just a t-shirt. I was, oh mate, I was an icicle. I was like, I'm ready to rug up, wear a blanket. Well, it was a cold day in Perth. It was a cold couple of nights in Perth, actually. Um, but um, that doesn't hold Duck back from wearing very short shorts. <laughs> nah, I'm sweating. Mate, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into a, the winners song quickly, and then I'm gonna jump into you to tell the story about what we did post-win. This song comes from our lovely Leone. It's an absolute banger. Um, okay. On the back... On the back of Sunny kicking six big sozzies. Um, do you want to go through the whole blanket scarga and us watching the Frigo Dockers highlights at the mechanic? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. Sunny. Um, <laughs> you know you stole this from the Purple Rain. <laughs> oh, did they have it? I've been having it for the last few weeks. Oh, bastards. <laughs> Mate, you well, got to listen to it. If you listen to this, you should listen to that. Yeah, I know. I've heard it previously. Because Ducky sold out doesn't mean you can not stop listening. But do you want to go through the blanket saga at the mechanic? As in, when we were sitting there, I don't know. This was this is getting hazy. We're sitting there with blankets on us, and then someone took my blanket and wore it as like a shawl or like a scarf. <laughs> I think it was Hawley. <laughs> and then uh, we watched the highlights. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the story, mate? I remember walking in, bit of a trendy. The, the mechanic walk in, I was like going out with, we got a few Ross Lyons walking out. I was like, oh, sweet little uh, oh, tentacle we blankets. Stole it. Yeah, true. <laughs> just got the blankets, just full hooded up. I was like, Johnny, how sweet are these blankets? Like, yeah, I'm going to go in and get one. And then me and you were sitting there rugged up and we're like too cold to even grab our drinks. And you're like, do you want to watch the highlights? And I'm like, lean them on my drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't be moving that. Um, watch the highlights in a busy... I suppose you'd call it a bar slash club. Or Relatively busy bar, yeah. 
it was um, that was a good That's one. Probably the highlight of the night. That and the Bandicoot. Yeah. That and the Bandicoot. But um, we thought we'd join, you know, get back on with everyone and do what is been a, little bit a, of a, a massive weekend. Of this weekend, but then a little bit of an overview of all the weird shit that's happened this week. Mate, let's jump into the weirdest shit, and it relates back Which to... Which one do you pick is the weirdest one? <laughs> has to be, well... Is it something between... to do with... I call him Gambler! <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's got a lot to do with Gambler. It's got a lot to do with the Collingwood forward Rat Pack. They've lost a, They've lost one of their main Wember, members Wembers. that make them Wembers. Um... Shout out, Ducky, for getting words wrong. <laughs> um, but Jordan Stevenson, 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 yeah, Stevenson, gone. Is it Jordan gone, or is it Jaden? <laughs> Jaden. <laughs> Whatever, mate. Mate, you've been hanging out with Duck too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jaden Stevenson. Ten weeks. Ten weeks with twelve weeks suspended. So he literally got a season, except half of it was suspended. So he can play in finals um, only. And what was his fine? Twenty grand. Twenty thousand. That straight off the bat for a fifty dollar bet, mate. That kind of thing, that fine, and that I wish the AFL did that more with some of their because that well, just imagine stops if, it. Imagine if they did a twenty thousand dollar fine for any of the pinches and weird shit that Stratton did before this weekend. He wouldn't have been kept exactly. doing it. <laughs> Mate. Imagine if they paid a Mate. free kick. <laughs> oh, oh. And then they come down like a ton of bricks on this dude that put like $20 bet on, you know, whatever. Which it, I agree, we, it, they stamp down. They, they've always been big on gambling integrity because it's massive, massive yeah. game. But um, the same token, it's like this kid put $20 to bet on and you've given him 10 weeks and $20,000. Whereas Gaff punched someone in the face and broke their teeth and you gave them seven weeks and no fine. So it's like, exactly. what's worse? <laughs> exactly. Uh, for, you know, a, lo- a large part, of, obviously you don't want the corrupt side heading into it. The, I think the penalty may have been so big, Juddy, because he was putting money on himself. I spoke about, were you, were you listening to, or were you reading any of the conversation we had today? I was discussing Briefly, with Brenda very busy. a bit. Yeah, I was pretty busy too, but I was chiming in. Um, I don't really have any qualms with a player putting money on their own team to win because I don't think that changes anything. It's like, what, you're going to try how hard to win, are you? Um, <laughs> I'd hope you would. I'd, I reckon they should, they should make any team in the bottom eight all put individually like $1,000 on their team to win and make them yeah. try harder. I wonder who would. Um, but then I was like, also, I don't mind too much if a forward puts money on themselves for first goal. It's like you should be trying to kick the first goal. And the only thing it would stop is if like you hand passed over the top or not or whatever. You passed it off. But it's like, well, if you want to have a pot shot from 45 on the angle, then do it. I reckon freer players should be having more shots on goal. Yeah. Rather than trying is, to pass is he not getting? Is he not getting paid enough? Surely. Well, he's in year two of his... In, uh, his um, Drafty, but he's putting yeah. multis on. He's putting multis on him to kick three or more. Yeah, like he's an idiot, basically. But um, he's nineteen, isn't he? Yeah, he's in his second year. He'd be turning twenty, maybe, or maybe he's turning oh, nineteen. But um, mate, that's a harsh lesson to learn. But um, 
But pretty did, pretty... He, did he win? <coughs> I would love to know if he won. Well, the fact is he got fined 20 grand. So any of... Imagine the uh, centipede <laughs> that you have to put on with 50 bucks to get back your 20 grand. <laughs> wow. That's what they say. Hey, Jaden Stephenson, three goals, don't, two goals into three goals, into four goals, into 20 possessions, into 25 possessions, into 30 possessions, into first don't goal, be a quitter. into last goal. Do not goal. be a quitter. Yeah. You can get it there on yourself. There is a lot of legs that you have to put in um, to get up to that. Shout out to the centipede. Um, if you put on enough multis that you don't know something that has that many legs, it's called a it's called the centipede. <laughs> yeah. It's and then your centipede is like if it's a big centipede. I've got yeah, but I've got like I've got the dog, I got the um, three legged race, uh, six legged race, the arachnid. It just goes with the legs, mate. Like it just builds up. I've got the beetle. I think the beetle's sick. What's the beetle got? Probably sick. Just insects, mate. I got insects crawling over every game. Metaphorically. Um, yeah. But that that was I mean, that's rowdy and that is a that is a fair whack. But but you need to stamp that out, otherwise next thing you've got Indian cricket or Pakistani cricket. Oh, I agree. I agree that I want that to be stamped out and I think the suspension is harsh enough. It was what Heath Shaw got a few years ago. But then I, um, the annoying thing is when they don't stamp out equally as bad things, just not in a gambling way. It's like... I wonder if the AFL did this because it's weird timing that Ducky is all of a sudden media team can't gamble. Can't. They hand out this system for Ducky. It's like Ducky, don't do it. Don't do it, mate. Um, well, as Nick Shea said, it would be a horrible end to Ducky's promising football career if he got a ten-week suspension. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all with all this happening. He'd have Ducky to hand back his cat. badge, hand back his Docker's gun and his badge. <laughs> I tell you what, badge you wouldn't have to hand back. Jody? Well, the one we couldn't get, the Hogan one. The one. Um, you tell that story. Out there, uh, so post game, we were a little bit rowdy about Jesse Hogan. Um, little was probably understatement. Just charged. I was like, you know what? I'm getting a badge. I'm getting a Jesse Hogan one. I'm wearing it for the rest of the night. Proceed to the merch store. Kind of sir, that badge was sold out. Well, that's all right. There's still one left. Nah, we can't sell you that badge. That is the badge that indicates we're sold out of said badge. <laughs> there was no logic behind it. It was like, uh, it, mate, can I just buy that one? one? Can I buy that one? Ooh. Oh, no, we're sold out. It's like, well, no, you're not. You've still got one. Can I buy that one? No, we need that to display. It's like, display what? That you sold out? <sighs> yeah, put a cross through it. They had no material badges and no Jesse Hogan badges. They probably never made any material ones. They're probably like, Jesus, everyone's asking for them. Yeah, mate. Jesse they had no Benel. They had no Benel ones. Really? Yeah, he's, well, he's only played two games. So? He's got a badge. I would have bought a Benel badge. Mm, I probably would have too. I should have, we shouldn't anyway, have stolen so... that board and run. <laughs> oh, mate. That would be actually a perfect frame in my house. Leave, it, leave the badge in the board. Um, do you have any other? What else have you got on the big news for the AFL? What about what about uh, Wookie Nipple Pinchy? Oh, 
How weird is Bye. that? Couple of pinches, one week. I I and I love like Alistair Clarkson was playing it down. He's like, oh, in a hundred years of AFL, you know, it's not that bad. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. You stop doing it. Like, if you're that good a player, yeah. stop doing it. I mean, why, why is it any f- different to anything that? any other player that Hawthorne would have complained about, you know, and Hawthorne are a bit dirty in their history, like if you look at Sam Mitchell's kneeing stuff. Oh, mate. Yeah, they just do stuff and they're like, oh, no, it's not that bad. But and they'd still keep He's like, out. oh, in a hundred years of football, it's not that bad. Well, the week before, he was punching Charlie Cameron and getting away with it and people were angry about that. Jordan Lewis came out and said he was angry about that. People came out and said they were angry about so he's so he's in the he's in the um, like he's in the view. Well, it's like, like it's like seen. the rampy thing. How rampy jumped on the post and then the next week he like ran over the mark and gave the finger. It's like well, you know people are looking at you now and now you're being even more of a dickhead. Did you hear what John Worsfold said when he got asked about it? No, but he oh he said well they don't pay free kicks about jumping on the post. Why would they pay him for a pinch? <laughs> He said, "Well, we asked the AFL because we said there was some there was some guy climbing the goalposts, and they did nothing about that. So I doubt they'll do anything about this either." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was pretty but good it's just like, but I just don't get how you think. One, how do you think you're ever going to get away with that? Maybe he's not. You know, he's obviously not a doctor. Maybe he thought it wasn't going to bruise. Two, as the captain of a football club. Like, just don't do it. Well, I've never, I've never seen the need for that because it's like, yeah, you're putting me off. That was and, like, well, and then the the stomping, the, the stomping, stomping yeah. of the boot. That is as dirt low as dirt gets. Hey, um, like, John O'Brien, did you ever not watching on the couch? The one where they spoke heaps about the Dockers. It was on Monday night. No, oh, I watched the 360. Haven't watched the on the couch. It's worth watching on the couch, by the way. But anyway, um, John O'Brien, when they were talking about the that incident, he was like, well, what needs to happen is he reckons that one time he rang, when he was a player, he rang Adrian Anderson, who was the footy operations boss at the time. And I think Hocking is that person now. Um, yeah. And he was like, look, this happened last week. This guy was doing this to me. I'm not allowed to retaliate. If you let this keep happening, I'm going to turn around and punch this guy in the face next week if this keeps happening to me. And then the next week, they sent out a press release. They are like, this is an automatic free kick if this happens and seen behind play. And then it didn't happen. And he was like, well, sweet. I don't have to punch that guy in the face now. But like, yeah. it literally just took him saying, I will retaliate soon. And I'm warning you physically now, can you please tell them not to do this because this is not in the spirit of the game because I'll just snap and punch someone. And this is the same thing. It's like, well, if he's allowed to just keep pinching, then why isn't anyone else allowed to in the midfield when they're hot on anything? Like, this is just a tag option. And it's like, they'd silk if someone was tagging them. But then at the same time, they're happy. They're like, oh, no, it's just part of the game. But good on good on Orazio. Orazio just came out at the end and said he does it every time I play him. And, you know, he's a good player, but whatever. And Essendon got the four points and move on. I reckon Hawthorne sucks, eh? They are sucks. I reckon, they are sucks. Mate, you know what? The Sam Mitchell kneeing thing, this thing, they're dirty. They're, you know, they, and they hide behind the fact that they're successful. They're like, oh, yeah, they're the big, you know, success. It's, like, it's a little bit like the Eagles. You can still be a good bloke. Yeah. You can still be a good bloke. Mm. Like, you can still win with, you know, 
but they choose not to, which are, which which is worse, I think. Like, no, it's just the same as the good. Eagles. It's the same as the Brayshaw thing. You know, anytime yeah. anything comes up about the Brayshaw thing, this is mainly fans. This isn't players or the club. But it's like, oh, we won the flag. It's like, how does that mean that punching someone in the face is not a bad thing anymore? Because they've won four. Yeah, they've won four, one more. You guys could never win one. It's like, but that doesn't mean anything when we're talking about a punch. Oh, you're Mate, just... Mate, like, what? Oh, this Except Jared. Perfectly Jared's never it. like that. More Eagles fans should Jared. be like Jared. Oh, big Jazza. Mm. <laughs> he gets... Yeah. Yeah, there are... That you meet that you. I, I've met a few that are the pick of the bunch. They're like, they're like the Dockers supporter mentality, but go for Eagles. Yeah. So they're just like, they're like, God, you know, we're shit sometimes, and you know, we do some dumb stuff, but they're up and about when they win. Mm. Whereas some Eagles supporters are just like, you know, we should win every but game. You know, all it is is Eagles supporters that don't care about other teams; they only care about them doing well or not well. Versus Eagles supporters that want other teams, particularly Freo, to do shit. And even when they mm. do shit, they want Freo to do shit and then we'll, we'll hang shit on. Or if someone's having a quiet celebration about their own team, they'll then like bring up the Eagles. It's like, man, just get over your Eagle stuff. Like, Yeah. That's the only problem. <laughs> There's some... Mate, runs perfectly into the next topic that I've got about AFL fans. Because... Mate, the old supporter watch, there's a few... I mean, the supporter watches obviously stem from the old bold-headed flog. Yeah, which is just, you know, the worst thing I've ever heard. Not. Yeah, but old mate... Is is it true that old mate ran like 40 So that was the claim, and then he reckons he didn't leave his seat, and surely there was footage of the crowd, because there was a lot of footage around there. And he got off, so I imagine that it was all not what happened. So unless so someone, maybe someone ran, and then they heard him, yeah, who knows? Maybe he stood up and the umpire was like, he ran at me. It's like, hmm. A part of me with that stuff is like, you can yell that, you can yell that thing in, if, if they can't hear it and you've paid your ticket, you know, like you can yell it if they can't hear who? it. It just can't. Who feels who, who feels threatened? So the umpire is what twenty meters inside the field of play, um, and then there's five meters between the boundary and the um, fence. Yeah, and the guy wouldn't have been in the first row, so maybe he's like another ten or fifteen. Meters. He's literally like 30, 40 meters away minimum from the umpire. Who yeah. is this umpire feeling threatened by this? And what what do you yeah. feel threatened by a crowd member when you're that far away? Like, what are they going to yeah. run on and stab you? Like, Mate, as long as Ben Stratton's not within arm's reach of you, you got no worries. Exactly. Um, it's not going to be like uh, Happy Gilmore, where he's the only only person to take him a skate and try to stab somebody. <laughs> That's his record. Like, I just feel that stuff is is well. The crowd control thing, I I think, stems from all the fights that happen. Like, there were a lot of fights early yeah, on which in the is season fine at the ground, and that's completely fair enough. It 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 should all be so black and white like if you're yelling something that is genuinely offensive and you probably shouldn't say in a normal situation or something then don't say it like if it's something that well, it's basically, you can say in a normal it's the same as normal life if you're racist homophobic exactly. um, sexist then they're always going to be frowned upon and like although you might say something and be warned like it's sort of it's not acceptable whereas like bald-headed flog 
doesn't really offend anybody. I doubt it even offended the umpire. It's like, mate, you shave your head, you're bored, nah. and you're a flog. He's super aero. He's very aerodynamic. Um, so I don't know. It's just weird. Well, the guy got off, and the guy's going to sue the AFL now, so they'll have to pay. It's and... super. I think it's also a bit hard for WA fans to understand because when you go to Victoria, there are different the the fans and the fan bases are a lot bigger, and I think they get a lot more heated because. When we like we have the derby once every you know twice a season, obviously. So that's when you've got a large base of fifty fifty, or you know what I mean. Mm. So when when Victorian club plays Victorian club, you get a very large mix. Okay, I, I imagine it's of, almost like a mini derby, like less a less intense. Exactly. Kind of, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. when it. So it's hard for us to understand in WA because like how are these people getting you know like we who's we, getting we, all this like points? A, yeah, yeah. Like at a Dockers game, you will yell. You know, you'll boo a bit, but like I find it as at an umpire's if the umpire gets it wrong, there's a bit of a boo, there might be this, that and everything, but but you move on fairly quickly from that. And it's hard when you're at the game to actually see how bad it was. You might see the replay. But over in Victoria, it there is such a mix of crowd, I feel like it it isn't really a WA problem, so it's hard for us to understand, like, because we don't go to games where it's like, yeah, a mini derby you every week be, almost. Yeah, exactly. Particularly some of those yeah, smaller clubs, like Melbourne, probably their membership obviously would have dropped right off again because they're all fair weather supporters. But mm. um, it's probably like 10, 15,000 of their supporters and then 10, 15,000 of the other ones. So it's like almost just an even game in a half filled stadium. So there's probably some pretty rowdy drunk people there. Yeah. It's not like it's a, a big, full stadium, max security type thing. Uh, Mate, all you see at Dockers game is just like, random supporters in like a you'll be at a, a Port Adelaide game and there'll be a dude there in a Western Bulldogs jersey oh, man. There'd be you more... did see that though didn't you <laughs> I, I was at the pub we, pre-game we... actually and there was a dude in an Eagles jumper and I went oh mate how are you guys going to go in the bye this week and it's like oh <laughs> it's like <laughs> mate like you wore your Eagles jumper out on the Dockers game pre-game I was, and your team doesn't I was... man my favourite We'll jump into something after this, but my favourite, like, weird fan Dockers moment was I seen a lovely little Asian girl walking up to her seat and she had a little scarf on and everything and she was so she looked so happy to be at the games. I was like, oh, sweet, she's a dog supporter. Square on her forehead was tattoo. a Dockers tattoo. Mm. Yeah, just smack bang in the middle of her forehead. And I was like, we are a pack of nuffies, aren't we? Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Let them do what they want to do. She was probably, yeah, was like, was probably like, you sure you weren't there? She's like, yeah, we're right here. Because but she's obviously gotten the tattoo and she's like, I'm so cold. The only place that people are going to be able to see it is on my forehead. Put it on my forehead. Yeah, it's like, that's a, like a really like commitment. Um, how about Lob being out for only four weeks? Could be back in... Oh, how? Could be back hey, by like round, round 17. What's with the serial killer in the basement getting so much stuff? I from? reckon he didn't go see him, or he went and saw him real early and just got the deed done. Ooh, Did what he wanted. Got chopped. Got it chopped off. Yeah. So he's coming back one-legged. <laughs> just amputate. Just amputate. The explanation was good. Oh, we thought it was probably related to this, but then we saw a specialist, and then he thought it was related to not that. So now we can make him run more. It's like, <laughs> good God. You sometimes wonder, yeah. do you? Well, you're, yeah. It's, 
I mean, you can, you can probably speak more to this. Is it is it time waiting for specialists? Is it waiting for more scans? Is it waiting for swelling to go down? Is it does it just need a few days? But you want answers immediately. Like this injury would have been that they went and got an MRI and maybe another scan, and then they go and assess it and they say it's this, therefore it needs this long. So I don't know how they got that season down to four weeks, but anyway. Although, I think they said TBA, not season, but just likely to miss a large part of the season. But anyway, it's yeah. probably more like people reading into it saying he's out for the season and then being surprised when the team releases a time frame because normally it's just TBA. Yeah. At the end of the day, whatever they release is just like, you know, say it's six weeks, if it ends up being four, then everyone will be happy. If we say four and it ends up being six, we'll just get... Yeah, but like, I think that, that's well, the problem. It's like, well, we don't know how long it's going to take. If he gets to this by two weeks, then he probably get plays two weeks later. If he doesn't get there, yeah. then it takes longer. So if we, if we guess, that's why sometimes it's like four to eight weeks. <laughs> it's like, probably is four to eight weeks. <laughs> that's a large window. Um, but, um... It's very exciting with that. I think one of my favourite players from the game was Sean Darcy coming back in and competing in that, in, in what was a ruck, a ruck battle. A ruck like dog. A, you know, he, he, he battled against, you know, what was a wicked combination and we go in one combination and, and we beat them on, you know, however they want to work it, but they bring in an extra tool and we hope to beat them around the ground. It, it makes... I wonder one day whether those two could get along and maybe run like a... I don't know if it's ever been... Because he's not so much like Cox. Remember when Cox used to ruck with... Um, who was the other big lumbering ruckman for Eagles? Um, <laughs> who was that? Cox. <laughs> yeah, but Cox there was... Cox Gardner. A, nah, not Gardner. Stevie. bigger... Yeah, and, and then CB got phased out a bit. But I'm trying to think of ruck combos where it's like a more... Because Lock's more agile. A bit better disposal, goes forward. But Cox didn't go forward. Mate, you know Sandy's not far off. We're going to have a ruck dilemma soon. You reckon we run two lumbering ruckmen with an agile ruckman? <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon, I reckon Darcy stands on... Sandy's shoulders, <laughs> and then <laughs> Lob runs around as a as a rover. So we're just big guys. But it, yeah, more big guys. Um, it'd be the only thing that would, and this is this will be my next topic. I want to get into. If you bring in Sandy, Darcy, and Lob, the team's moving slow. But then if you mix a little bit of Harley Bunnell, just. I imagine we're just playing like chemistry set in the backyard, but like pouring some slow in and pouring a little bit more fast in and we're like, ooh, 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 and then it just bubbles over and blows up. Um, can I tell you a story I just found out this recently? So you know the whole school review thing, um, how yep. people keep stuffing it up? You know the one the other day with the Eagles versus Bulldogs when Bond touched it? Yeah. And it, and it was missed? So anyway, do you know how... One of our, one of my cousin's mates was the one that works for the footy commission and he's the one that yep. told us about the video of you dropping off the plank that you acquired yep. from CEO. Anyway, he was the person officiating that. <laughs> so he was behind the computer. He's like, oh yeah, I missed that the other day. So it was just like random punters. They need like people that are trained to, to do it, I think. 
rather than just like random dudes that work for the commission. So has he got like a when he's watching it on the computer? Has he just got like a big I, red I button didn't and a green to button? Spoke to Dad, just... but yeah, I don't know. Score review on screen. Mate, that is just... What was that, dude? Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny. <clears throat> That's hilarious. That was probably my only other... Before we get into um, listener's question, there's only actually one listener's question. Yeah, and it's not really but a question either, get, so... It's been a lot of innuendo. My, my thing was on, mate, that tasty goal by Harley Bennell. Oh, where he started at the back flank. <sighs> he has got... Mate, those, I just like, I, I literally dream about Brad Hill, Stephen Hill, Michael Walters and Harley Bennell. And Bennell's got uh, um, his, his, like, I just hope for him. Like, he's come back so many times. I'm like, just please get 50 to 100 AF or for Dockers. He's obviously Mate, played a lot of football. I'd love before. him to play five games this year. Five. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how... Stephen Hill can walk in and not get, you know, Stephen Hill doesn't have to, and then be like, Harley's building. It's like, he, he is a God-gifted... He needs to play. Uh, he needs to do his calf at AFL level, not at Waffle, which is the thing that sucks. But I think, yeah, I don't know. Is that a... Is, is doing your calf, so if he does his calf again, is it a matter of random time or just a... Like, so it's just a random occurrence or is it a matter of time? Like he's got, like is, if, if he does another calf, is it like, oh, he only had 100 kilometres and he was going to do it anyway? Or is, it, to, or is mate, it just a random him, movement? With him it seems like it's like just a susceptible calf. So I don't know. It's um, it's definitely, they're taking the piss with how often someone can miss with a calf injury. Because you, have you ever torn your calf before? Like hurts for a bit and then you're fine. It's not like a hamstring so much, but... He's had, like, years, like, not just with us. He did calves at um, the Gold Coast as well. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I... Mate, that... I'll post my meme. I made a pretty good meme about it. Made it? Yeah, I made it on Snapchat. Mm. Mm. Does that make it better or now you don't like it? makes it better that you made it. Yeah. Yeah, I made it while I was waiting for the concrete to dry well, today. Do you want to read us out the question? Uh, so the question comes from one of our, one of my favourites, a personal favourite who always chimes in, Jack Carrington Jones. I feel like Jack was on a bit of a, he may have had a few beers, um, and and just read a rambling. Yeah, he, he he wrote a big paragraph, and Jack's English isn't best at most. He's the first to admit it, but luckily he's a fantastic bloke and an even better Docker supporter. He's his best question and his best point is um, trading coaches for players and would you trade Ross Lyon for Patrick Cripps? Uh, yes, I would. You would? Ross Lyon and Fife. Sorry, did you say just Fife? No, Ross Lyon for Patrick yeah, Cripps. Coaches for players. I would. I you think would? trading coaches is... Because this, this came up earlier in the year when they were like, oh, Ross Lyon's going. It's like, well, how's he going? Like, how can you just leave and then get a con- Like, he's contracted and there's no escape clause. I think people don't understand that. Like, it's not like a player where you can just be like, I would like to be traded. 
like Neil just wanted to be traded and it's like, well, we don't have to, but we will try to. Whereas with coaches, yeah. there isn't that option. So it's like, no, 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 you're seeing this out until we sack you or until you have an escape clause in your contract. People are like, no. I think they so I, I have a $20 bet with um, Peter Rook about, I think it's $20, about he thinks that Ross Lyon won't be the coach of the Dockers next year. And I was like, I think he will be because Freer would have to sack him this year or he'd have to quit or retire. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I don't think that's, I think I'm going to win that. <laughs> He's like, no. I think, I think the reason that, like, you can't trade coaches is because if they start going poorly, they're just going to get sacked anyway. It's not like you're going to be able to get traded to another club. Like, that's the only thing I can get. Like, if if you're going shit, no one's going to, and if you're going good, you're probably going to. Like, I don't feel like there'd be another club that, oh, maybe if you're going good, they could offer you more money. But as a player, when you're finishing up for a year, like, because coaches are such long-term, not game-to-game yeah, like players, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to think whether... Whether it's a, like, a good thing. But you just have to be, like... I don't know. Good question. Um, yeah, yeah. I like that one. You can train it's, coaches, couches. He had another... He had another... Oh, well, yeah, Jack... Trading Jack with his spelling, trading couches for coaches, which is <laughs> fucking awesome, Jack. We do love it. His other good one, I'm picking out his two favourites. He, he probably had four or five that were pretty good. But four or five. Jared Ruff, four or five. Um, Jared Ruff had for a player coach role. Yeah, definitely. Especially where Get him in. I love that idea. I love getting in old heads to guide the young players and may not even play that much, but can fill holes, particularly with injuries. We always have injuries. Yeah, I think that's... And I think he could ruck. Like, he could do a Cox Yeah, role. he could easily. He could probably be better than Cox at the moment. And the other one that he brought up, uh, sorry, because he had his third one was... Um, and it even came up on Facebook and a few AFL trade rumours, Sean Darcy for Tim Kelly. Uh, I would... Sean Darcy, I would drive him to the airport for Tim Kelly. I think we'd have to give our first and <laughs> next year's first and Sean Darcy for Tim Kelly. But anyway, but yeah. Well, it was interesting. Jack, Jack asked it and then it came up on it did, Facebook maybe two yeah. days and I was like, be that's very good, deal, Jack. But yeah, but I think that's definitely some currency we have because Darcy's an upcoming ruckman. I think Freo, whenever they develop a player a couple of years in, they get quite set on them. So they're like, well, we're not yeah. going to trade that person unless we have to. Like, even Weller, they were like, well, we're not going to trade him unless you're going to give us pick two. That's how we got Brayshaw. Ross is like, I've literally, I've literally just learned his name. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I only just Ross worked out like, how to put his hot, number. So I don't want to let, let yeah. him go. Um, I've only just put his number into we, my phone. We had another couple of questions. Rosie Carrington Jones just fired one through last minute as well. But um, Robert Forsyth just asked, how good it was it that we got one over Lysette last week? Um, which is exactly what you were saying, which I agree. And then he wants to hit us with some golf bets and golf quizzes, which is fine with us, Robert, but I won't be very good at it, I can tell you now. I do have a random quiz for Jody coming up. But if you've got a golf quiz, because I'm a bit of a golfer, so send your golf quiz in, I'll ask Jody, and we'll make him look dumb like I did when <laughs> Jody asked me any any, any quiz yeah, about Freo. Yeah, even dumber if we were doing the uh, you know PGA Tour podcast. But we're not, mate. We're doing the Dockers podcast. Um, Rosie Karen Jones uh, asked me how, in Queensland, I get my footy fix. 
and she's so tired of people talking about the NRL. Mate, you just need Foxtel. You need to block out the radio because commercial radio is horrendous. You know how bad it is in commercial radio when they're talking about like Eagles and Dockers in WA? Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, the Broncos did this and then like this guy did this. But they're all like nuffies. That, so they're talking that really deep voice that sounds like they've been punched in the throat a few times. Um, yeah, yeah, it's horrendous. Like so you just have to get Foxtel, Rosie. You know what scares me about rugby players is when they've got the... Um, the ears? The... Oh, mate, I'm literally touching my ears now and appreciating the cauliflower their ears. profile. You know Brownie, Jonathan yeah. Brown has a bit of cauliflower ear. Yeah, why? What did he do? What was he putting headlocks or... What was going with that? What's the cauliflower ear from? I don't know, probably one of the million times he got hit in the head. Jesus. Yeah, well, anyway, I don't like the weird ears. I enjoy the shape. Maybe I've just got good-looking ears, but I enjoy the shape of mine. <laughs> um, Did you want to do, you wanna do, do your quiz? Yeah, let's do it. And then we'll go Ruffy's Club, and then we'll go predictions this week. All right. So, Juddy, based on... I tried to Google a golf quiz for Robert and terrible results. Um, so I've got an Australian trivia on sports. I thought I'd make it a little more general. Yeah, right, yeah. And um, people could play at home. I literally read the first question, the second and the third, and I was like, that's sweet. So hopefully they continue. To be sweet. Um, Yeah. Question number one, which horse won the Melbourne Cup in 2002? Maccabi. No. Really? Media puzzle. Oh, damn it. Maccabi must have been the next few. Yeah, alright, so the first one are wrong. Um, what was Sir Donald Bradman's oh, batting average? 63 or something, I think. <laughs> what was it? 99. But in what form? Because didn't he play, did he only play tests? Was that the only thing that existed? Oh, yeah, it would have only been tests. Anyway, go so, on. Sorry, well, what's his one day average then, Jackie? I'll check it. <laughs> no, I don't okay, know. Okay, I'll, I'll check his I one day mean, average. I didn't think the... it was that high. But anyway, go on. Who is Australia's only Formula One driver? Uh, Ricardo. Yes. No. Oh, what do you mean? Jesus. Yeah, I would do that. used quiz. to drive for, um, yeah. Yeah, who's the guy the that you used jaw. to when the, the quiz big, was made? The big jaw guy. Mark Webber. Yeah. yeah. Who won the Brownlow in 2003? Oh. Oh, man. That would have been... Was it the Buckley one? The triple one? Buckley, Goods, and Rusciuto? Or 03? Because 04 was Judd. 05 was Cousins. 06 was Goods. I think it was the... Double one. Was it Goods and Somebody? Goods and Somebody? No, you, you had it first. Or was it the triple one? The triple one. It was the triple yeah, cool. one. Very. I won't do the Eddie, the Eddie thing on you. That was very well done. Who was... <laughs> who was the most recent Australia to win the men's single title at Wimbledon? Rafter. No, Leighton. Did Hewitt win it? Okay, cool. I think maybe Rafa never won it. He lost in Wimbledon to um, he, Goran Ibanisevic, actually. Rafa lost to, yeah, the wild card. Ibanisevic, um, yeah. 
yeah, he used to be a very good tennis player, but yeah, he lost to him when he got a wild card later in his career. Yeah. Which Australian was named the most valuable player in US's WNBA? Oh, Jackson, Lauren Jackson. Well done, Juddy. Hey. Which Australian has won the FIM World Motorcycle Championship five times? Well, I only know like two of the motorcycle people, and one of them is Valentino Rossi. And yep. I forget the other one's name. <laughs> so I don't know. Michael Michael Doonan. Doonan. Mick Doonan. Oh, Mickey Doonan. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. That name is about. This is a pretty tough one. But this is a pretty epic year. How many gold medals did Australia win at the 2002 Winter Olympic Games? Golds? Like two or three, maybe? Yeah. Lock one of them in. Three. Oh, two. That's two. <laughs> Damn it. Was that and one, one of them? One of them was, was that one of them Bradman and the other one was someone else? Yeah. Like a skiing. It was Bradman. It was, it was Brad. Brad, Brad, Brad Brick, sorry, you know who I meant. And the other one was a skiing yeah. one, I'm pretty sure. Alisa Camp. Yeah, I think she freestyle yep. skiing. I remember. But that was very close. Of our Australian male swimmers, who has won the most gold medals in history? Thorpey. I don't think you'll. No. Really? No. I wish I had the. I wish I had the tally. It's Murray Bros. Whoever that is. Murray Bros. Who? Uh, yeah, essentially. Gold medals in uh, Olympic Murray. history. Yeah, the questions did go downhill after I stopped reading them, Johnny. You're right. So gold medals uh, in Olympic history, but in any sport. Of our Australian male swimmers, who has won the most Olympic gold medals? Murray Rose. Murray Rose. Who is that? Well, there you go. We're insightful, Johnny. We teach people. This last one, I actually read the last one and I was like, that's sweet. So this is the sweet question. What Australian company is the largest surfwear manufacturer? Um... Well, the first one that springs to mind is Billabong or Quicksilver or something like that. Billabong probably is Australian. Um, They're both Australian. Um, one's a lot more global. Quicksilver is a lot more global. Well done, Jody. That one? I'll give you that Yay. one. Yeah. Um, that's an Australian sporting quiz. I love how they throw the token surfing one yeah. in there. <laughs> Who's Murray Rose? I'm off that. I know you. You only got four out of ten. I reckon you're real close with the Melbourne. Um, the I Brad think that was a year off. Should have got right. <laughs> I reckon your um, obviously your AFL knowledge, picking the um, the trifecta with the Buckley, Goods, um, Rashudo one, that was that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's the Australian sports quiz. Nice, we killed it. Uh, well, well, yeah, I feel like I did. I did my best, Jody, with. <laughs> All right, you know what it's time for? I call him Gambler! <laughs> time to throw on some centipedes. All right, I am jumping straight in and tipping Freo at $2.10 this week to beat Melbourne. <laughs> that is yeah, ludicrous odds. Yeah, I, I don't know, unless... I don't know where I'm those odds are coming from and who knows what, but I'm definitely going to try and bet on it. Yeah, I mean... Melbourne start favourites in that. Like, we went to MCG last time and beat Collingwood. Mm, who just pants and demons. Just... 
and we just beat Port Adelaide at home in a terrific performance and now we're going back to the MCG and Melbourne were very... They got beaten by Adelaide. Uh, do you reckon it's like um, reverse betting in terms of they're like free or do a loss and we know they always stink after expectations bowled on them so everyone's just like well we know free we're going to lose now now that they were told I, they were told they're the best team in the west I reckon it's all cap like that's yeah that's what that that is a genuine and you've probably um, power play that to I don't know can you power play it have you, have you got your app open no I don't think you can power play it because then you lose your you no, lose you your 12 point it. thing yeah. Which is but such yeah, a key bet, by the way, the 12-point thing. Um, we, yeah. We often... Well, we'd love to... We always slam the roughie on the Dockers, but that is a genuine... Like, looking across the... That's a genuine roughie. My one's going to be Essendon at 315. That were the, other, they were the other ones I had up. The other one I have is Port versus Geelong. Geelong have you due a loss. Port at home are pretty good. Port pretty good against us. So and they might well, get Geelong, uh, can, uh, what's his name Dixon and the other guy back Wines. Geelong, uh, how many? That was their bye week. How many weeks in a row? Have, or how many years in a row have they lost after the bye? Don't know. It's like it's they've got a. Oh, I don't want to click heaps on my mouse because people get angry. But they've got a notorious history for losing after the bye. Um, well, that's maybe so, it's, maybe. Well, why don't we go a team roughie on Port to beat Geelong? And like, I feel ba- I feel a little bit bad for Port on the weekend because they've got some big injuries. Mm. Um, so hopefully, hopefully they get like Ollie Wines is gone. He's coming back. Um, Him and Dixon. Are yeah. Due to come back. Yeah. So hopefully they get those players back and they they pants. Fuck Geelong, man. Fuck Geelong as much as I hate Hawthorne. Um. Definitely. What about this week, mate? Oh, for the big predictions. Well, it's going to be a massive Saturday game, uh, which means Jesse Hogan, boom, boom, boom. Oh, man, I'm so big on Hogan. Saturday day game again. You know he loves those Saturday day games because he knows he can let his hair he's down like, later today, later on that day. Yeah. He's like, why are we playing on a Sunday? He's just like, I'm so bored. Yeah. It's like, like, what am I going to do all weekend? He is literally, he is a 1990s powerhouse full forward born in the wrong generation. Yeah, he is He's too. Like, Saturday and Friday games, let me get on the beers, I'll be good to go by Friday and Saturday. Yeah. And they're like, come to the Dockers, we play 2.30 on a Sunday, and he's like, doesn't fit my God-given Schedules. talent. Like, <laughs> um, you know, Lever's out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, which which sucks, because he obviously, he only came back for one or two one games, game, and he's yeah. out again. So he would have been yeah, good to play on. Um, but he's pretty good. Peel off defender. Um, so anyway, in our predictions a couple of weeks ago, I predicted a Dockers win by twenty, and you predicted a Dockers win by twenty-eight. Interesting to see how good our mid-season predictions were. Because last week, oh, should we go over last week? So I predicted twenty yeah, points, we got one by twenty. Already. You predicted three, we won by twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, we're one from one at the moment. In in, it's going to be real interesting. Um, to see how big Sean Darcy does against the midfield battle is always the big worry for me. Like just trying to think about like Sean Darcy goes up against Gorn, like 
And Gorn's been doing it all with, himself recently as well, like getting clearances yeah. and stuff. Like, I liked us when we went up against Port Adelaide, because Port Adelaide seemed like a team that wanted to really, like, grind and then get out wide, and that's what we... So it's like, but if, if Melbourne want to just, like, knuckle down and go hard, I feel like they've got some hard nose inside mids that will just lock it down. I reckon it could be low scoring and, and high mistakes rather than... Because Port were obviously opening it out and letting it go... And, and we were hitting them on the outside. So whether Melbourne want to lock down and just go real gritty, it could be a painful Dockers win. Like, it could be real low scoring and painful. I reckon what ends up happening is we do not as well against Ruckman that decide to just take it on their own accord. It's almost like our midfielders all run forward. So you know how, like, when a few of those Ruckman, maybe it was Richmond or... Eagles a few times they just get all these clearances straight out of the middle but just the Ruckman takes yeah. it I'm really worried that Gorn's going to do that against us so I hope yeah. we set up some people behind the ball at the stoppage rather than like you know 666 obviously but hopefully we set up like slightly backwards just to make sure we're not letting yeah. Gorn out the front door Mate, he's a I think we can like we'll run over the top of Melbourne they've been run over the top of several times yeah, I, I'm expecting a really tough nose scrap here. Yeah, you know? definitely. Well, I like, expect that every good time we go out there. Yeah. But yeah. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a run over the top. I think it'll be. It'll be very scrappy. I think it's going to be wet as well, isn't it? I have checked the Melbourne weather. TBH. Yeah. So that's that's my concern um, with it. Probably. But I think. What do you What do you do in Melbourne if you don't like the weather? Is this a joke or do you want an answer? Just wait five minutes, mate. Oh, wait five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, on that note, anyway. Yeah, hopefully everyone tuned in and seen us out. Um, we'll reconvene, not on a Sunday with Duck, we'll reconvene at a normal time next week. But thanks for joining me, Juddy, on a special app. Hey, it's been a pleasure. All right. I'll talk to you soon.